I'm Fatima. I'm Brian, and this is Two Scoops. The show where we talk about what's happening in and out of the kitchen. And today, we're going to talk about our favorite date night meals for two. So I think we should probably start the conversation off with what you made me for our first dinner, which was in our dorm room kitchen on, <laughs> oh the, my gosh. Floor, on the 13th floor. Those kitchens were... I'm surprised <laughs> I was able to make anything for I, you. And I think you made everything in one pot which was impressive because you had to bake a cake also so i guess you had <laughs> i guess you had two pots because you had to bake the cake in this like bunt cake oh i do and- oh my gosh i remember that <laughs> it was a uh like one of those rubber flat or i don't know if it was rubber silicone um bun pans that would like fold up yeah yeah i don't know oh why gosh. you had one of those how many cakes I don't know why either in college who knows um <laughs> but i remember i can't remember what, around what time was it around valentine's day i you made me spaghetti and meatballs. Oh my god, I don't which, even remember. To this, this day, he still makes me spaghetti and meatballs. I believe that the meatballs were like your frozen pack meatballs, mm. and you got a jar of sauce and you boiled some noodles. <laughs> did I make those for you because you told me you liked Italian food? Probably. Yep, you did make that because yeah. I I always said I liked Italian food and pasta, and I think there may or may not have been some garlic bread. Yes, you know what. Yes, I think there was garlic bread. I do remember that. <laughs> and now. I remember it's coming and it was back a, to me. A, it was like had to be in the middle of the week because there was no one upstairs mm. on the 13th floor. So 13th floor, you're right. Um, in the towers that we lived, usually was like a common ground that people came to do homework and stuff. But there was no one up there, so we were able to just like <laughs> eat at the table by ourselves. And then, I like full I said, range of the kitchen. Yep. And so I believe it was a yellow cake with chocolate icing Mm. and you Mm -hmm. wrote something on the cake until this day i cannot remember but i I remember that what are those sayings that if you read it forward yes forward and backwards it says the same thing or it says like a different yes it's the same thing race car (laughs) something like that (laughs) so yeah no that was the first meal i thought that was pretty sweet i'm like okay so he knows at least knows how to warm stuff up and (laughs) to make pasta which a lot of people don't know how to do and he can he can bake he can follow instructions on the back of a cake box and yeah so i thought that was pretty (laughs) he had me at that first dinner and to this day he still makes me pasta and meatballs yeah that's like your dish yep yep you do make your and i make my own sauce now yep he does so you have upgrade we have upgraded since the years but the spaghetti meatballs whenever we have it it's your thing to make, so mm-hmm. yeah. And we do love going out to eat. However, I think most of the time we love making meals. Yeah, for I, ourselves. One because although I'm less picky than I used to be, I just enjoy knowing. Really? <laughs> also, just you're an, less picky. Yeah, I am less picky. I enjoy knowing what's going in Can my food. We call food. someone in your family <laughs> <laughs> so they I, can confirm I know. that. I like what I like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I eat more stuff than I had when we first met, so you got to give me that. But That's true. I just like no one was going in my food, and I think it's a it's healthier. You one and you save a lot of money. Let's face it, living in New York City is expensive. The rent is expensive, so I much rather high. you know I much rather just 
cook at home plus I always have leftovers because I feel like the meals that you get in just America in general are just huge huge portions and I feel like I'm wasting because mm-hmm. I'll go in the fridge I don't warm them up because you don't like leftovers I don't like leftovers so this way I can make the exact portion that I need to make that I know I'm gonna have <laughs> so I and I think cooking it, and it brings it strengthens your relationship it makes you healthier and it's just a fun thing to do and I mm-hmm. and it's a it's a stress reliever I think for me Right. That's and why I like to bake. Too. Yeah. So like this is something that I actually enjoy doing. It's not for everybody. Some <laughs> people just our friends like to just come over and eat it, which I love cooking for people. I love seeing people eat my food. So when it's good. Yeah, when it's good. But, you know, every time I'm like, oh, it's not that great. It's not that great. And you wait for people like, no, it's so good. And you're like, no. And then you're high, like, yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but one of the meals we made for our, you know, actually a few of our friends were these dumplings. Yeah, yeah. We made two different kinds. We made a vegetable dumpling and a, a turkey and shrimp dumpling. And I think between the two of them, I really liked the vegetable dumplings more. Yeah, so one of well, one of our really good friends um who I met through my job, Christine, she had found this amazing like art. She actually found this recipe in a New newspaper, a newspaper. It had um the original dumplings had pork and some other stuff in there that we couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. So we substituted with the ground turkey and, and shrimp. We and the shrimp. I think it always had the shrimp, but we substituted oh, the ground right. pork with the ground turkey, which I think mm-hmm. made it a little more healthier. I think that was about it. We may or may not have changed yeah. the portions and they might have called for more peppers or something like that. Um, but this is one of those dishes that you can make ahead of the time, at least the filling, make mm-hmm. ahead, of, ahead of time. And then it's such a fun meal to have to cook with another person because you have to, once the filling is made, first of all, the preparing of the filling, you have all these things oh you have to gosh. chop. So like to a have, million ingredients. Yeah, so you have to, you have to prepare it with someone to make it a little bit more mm-hmm. enjoyable. As much as I love to cook, sometimes it gets a little bit too much when you have that many ingredients. And so, you have to let the filling fi- sit in the fridge for a yes. while too, yeah, for at least you, 20 minutes. Because you want the f- at least 20 minutes, really ideally. An hour. Yeah, probably an hour. So if you say if you did that, with someone with someone's over or with your significant other, you can put it in the fridge and then enjoy some wine or something like that and then go back and uh, roll up the dumplings. So once that's been sit sitting in the fridge and you've taken it out, then you have to start actually rolling it up in the and we buy our dumpling sheets, mm-hmm. the wonton wrappers separately. Like they I think the recipe called for you to actually make your own dumpling dough no nope (laughs) there was the filling was like enough to put together exactly having to make our own dough was just a little too tedious yeah at the moment the first few times that we did the wrapping my friend christine she's amazing at doing it she wraps it so tight so the water doesn't get in or if you're frying it Mm -hmm. so the oil doesn't get in mine was like falling apart gosh the first time we made these (laughs) yeah so you want to make sure that someone's at least there's at least one person yeah there's at least one person who knows how to do it or else you might get frustrated Mm -hmm. or at least try it a couple times before you invite someone over to make dinner that you're trying to impress first so and what I what I liked about these, uh, I really liked when we you know we dropped them in boiling water. I think those were a lot tastier. And then the next day when we had leftovers, that's when we pan fried them, mm-hmm. and they were really good. Yeah. Then I like how to make them a little bit fresher. Yeah, because we weren't sure like the next day if you just warm up in the microwave, they were they were a little floppy. <laughs> they were a little floppy, so we're like, why don't we just fry fry them? So mm-hmm. that's what we did, and they came out 
amazing. And it was I think fun. even the next day, because it's just sitting there, all the yeah. flavors are just sitting there and marinating even more. And we made these with Edwin, too. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, in both times with both Christina and Edwin, we were just, all three of us were sitting yep. around the counter, you know, wrapping up these these little dumplings, because um, it makes like a million of them. And I think it was Edwin who actually brought up, he's like, this would actually be a really fun meal to make with like someone you like. Yeah, he did say over. that. I was like, I didn't really think about that. Because, you know, me and Brian, when we're in the kitchen, there's rarely, rarely times where we're not cooking together unless mm-hmm. like you're making your meatballs i'll let you do your thing or if i'm making something if it's simple that, dish yeah you'll let me but if we have a lot of chopping we'll both be in the kitchen mm-hmm. so we're i guess to we, eat as yeah, early as possible we, i guess we didn't really think about it. i was like oh this is actually nice and i think even my um my younger brother had made a comment too when we were making something we were both kind of chopping something up and he's like oh that's so nice i just don't realize it because we're just always in the kitchen together even mm-hmm. as tiny as our kitchen is we always managed to make it work. So, you know, we were thinking about just, oh, okay, let's put together a great list of meals that people can have and make together. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just going out to the restaurant. It makes things a little more personal and things that we like to eat when we're together. About, yeah, exactly. And if you don't really want dumplings, you could go the burger route. We made a really good, actually, we're going to have this tonight. Um, we're gonna, uh, you can make a black bean burger with chipotle mayo it, oh, I swear, it tastes like beef. I don't know how. Maybe it's just it's, frying the it. The texture is it's tricking. It's, it tricks your brain. It's so we good. Found, we found this recipe through one of our one of our um, favorite our favorite cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, the Food Lab. The, through, the cookbook. Yeah, through our cookbook, The Food Lab. And he just knows the science of food and it's it's kind of it you 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 should think about it we should have thought about it before when we first started cooking but he really makes you really think okay why are you waiting for the water to boil before you put your pasta or why are you doing this Mm. or why would you take something out at a certain time so he really explains it for you and then once you try it and you just alter that one thing where your recipe you're like this is amazing why haven't i been doing it forever but this is also one of those recipes that it is time consuming. Right, exactly. And you need that second person to help you out. You need a second person to help you out. This So it's like entertainment and dinner mm-hmm. all in one because you guys are doing free this. Free labor. Act- yeah, and free labor. You guys get to do this activity <laughs> together. There's so many steps and you don't want to skip any of them because then no. you're not going to get the texture that you want. So a big thing with the black bean burgers is that they dry out or they don't or they have a mushy texture. But as Brian mentioned, he thinks that it's beef because the way that we use the food processor, the way I have to roast the beans before I use it, everything that I'm doing has a reason and a method to it. So, and that's why it's so important to follow everything step by step and why there's so many steps that you need <laughs> that second person. Exactly. And it, I, and I, when we were, remember when putting together the patties, I like it. I was holding my hands out like I didn't want to touch anything else because I thought it was raw <laughs> beef. Yeah. And then I had to stop myself and think, oh, my gosh, this is just like chopped up black beans and, and cashews and cheese. Like this is yeah. not. You just you you knew it was going to be good once when you were you're like, oh, like this actually you knew it was going to taste mm-hmm. like a burger or at least come close to it now. And I know some people would be like, OK, this ain't meat and I will know it's not meat. 
I probably felt the same way too. I, I was up for the challenge. I think we talked about this recipe before when my sister Mary was saying how she had this amazing burger. And I was like, mm, you know what? That's right. I've never actually tried and I want to put more vegetarian options out on the website because, you know, I have two sisters who are vegetarians and then my, my other sister Mary who tries to limit her meat as much as possible and just a, also just a nice healthy alternative. So I really wanted to try this and nail it and really get it right so i think finding this recipe now is something now when my sister comes over especially the two vegetarians i have like another option for them i hate having to mm-hmm. be like all you can have is the sides because i made beef or chicken or something like that right and another dish that we really really love is when you made that your mom's yellow rice with this mediterranean shrimp dish mm-hmm. That was so good. And this dish also takes a lot of time because you have to peel, devein the shrimp, and that is very time consuming. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know what deveining the shrimp, like there's a proper way of cleaning your shrimp out, which I taught Brian when we made shrimp for the first time. You know, it's like the digestive track of the shrimp that a lot of people don't know that goes down that little black line that goes down the middle of the shrimp. You have to take that out so to properly clean the shrimp. So... That takes a lot of time. And then there's just a ton of chopping. You have two different types of peppers. You have uh, shallots. Not shallots. Mm-hmm. It's oh, we have shallots in there. I love shallots. You have red. You oh, sorry, not red. You have yellow peppers. Um, my gosh, parsley. There's like yeah. all this delicious stuff. But then there's also like several different types of liquids that you actually have to pre-measure, such as the white wine vinegar, the lemon, and everything else. So we got these. You know, we have these little prep bowls that we can pre-measure things. But you can just use a regular bowl if you guys don't have that. And just, you know, have the person who's helping you pre-measure that stuff. Because once you start putting the stuff in the pan, Mm -hmm. you want to have everything ready and pre-measured because it goes really quickly. You don't want to overcook your shrimp. You don't want to over or burn your onions or anything like that. So you want to have everything ready. So once you and your date or your significant other is there making dinner that night, make sure you I think I put it in our on our blog post. Make sure you measure everything out. And then once it actually you know, it takes 30 minutes to do that or maybe more. But then once that's ready, once it goes in the pot, it's like 15 minutes to mm-hmm. cook, which is crazy. It's very fast. Very, very quick. And the rice is also really simple. You could probably make that on your own, but making sure you keep that in mind that probably before you start chopping the stuff up, you want to start boiling up your water and stuff so you have enough time to have your rice. And your rice can sit for, you know, the 10 or 15 minutes that you're actually cooking the rest of the dish. It'll stay hot. It'll stay good. Um, so just making sure you keep that in mind as well. Right. And when, you know, when we're cooking stuff together and we want to have dessert, we always run into that issue because it's just the two of us. We always run into that issue of having to make a dessert that's just for the two of us and not having something that's going to last you, you know, for two weeks. Um, so we found this really awesome recipe. It's for this, um, these two cupcakes. Basically, it just makes two cupcakes. And what I didn't realize is that the recipe is vegan. Yeah, yeah. And it's delicious. We did our own frosting because we wanted a little, you know, we wanted pink frostings. We made it for Valentine's Day uh, last year. But it involves making, you know, making a delicious pan of brownies, cutting them out in heart shapes and putting those on top of your cupcakes. And what I love about it is that it only makes two of them. So you don't have, you don't have like 18 cupcakes to eat by yourself. And we were actually talking about this the other day. I have no shame. I love the box cake cake mix and so that's probably why we never really try to make them from scratch because yeah 
honestly, why? Why? <laughs> I know. <it's laughs> I'd rather so like focus on maybe making a really good icing to make it different. But box cake is amazing. So, but then we run into issue. If I want a cupcake, I have a, like a whole tray of cupcakes mm. left. So when we found this recipe, I was really, really excited about it. And then we don't care about having a whole sheet of brownies. So we didn't, yeah. So we made the whole sheet of brownies. Those things don't last very long. So we made the whole sheet of brownies in order to put it on top. It's not a requirement, but it was good. It was so, so we good. did. But you have to add a little bit more chocolate to that to that dessert. Exactly. So, you know, that's what I just love. I love being able to find a recipe that you can just make just for two people. Even those cookies that, we, that you had um last week the chocolate chip cookies Mm -hmm. you only get about 10 or 12 of them Mm -hmm. um so you know at least those last just for a couple days as opposed to an entire two weeks yeah and for the baking of the cupcakes it's probably best to just make those ahead of time just so you don't have to worry about worrying about making the you know the dish and then having the this is just so this is more convenient if you just have two people you don't want a lot of leftovers that's one of my my biggest thing my biggest comments from our friends is they they're like what do i do with all the other stuff Mm -hmm. all these ingredients after i make this dish so this is perfect because it has pretty simple ingredients that Mm -hmm. you can use over and over again right um just flour, sugar, and cocoa powder. Yeah, and pretty the cupcakes. And pretty much all the portions of these dishes would be good. You might have a little bit of leftovers, but you could modify the recipe easily so you right. had enough for just two. Right. They're Especially really, those dumplings. You might be left with a lot. Yeah, but but we were you could never a lot. have enough. <laughs> and if you're just having the dumplings, if you're just having like a you know dim sum kind of night, then it's plenty. Then that's all you'll have. You'll have probably a few maybe left over for lunch or dinner the next day. Exactly. And if you have a favorite date night dish or, or meal that you love cooking for you and your friend or you and your significant other, let us know in the comments below. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, just uh, drop us a comment. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.